Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I had a parenting question come up recently, and I just wanted to talk through how I processed the experience. So, when I was a girl, one of my favorite picture book illustrators and authors was Tommy De Paola, who was a very sweet Catholic man. He loved to do legends and beautifully illustrated stories from his childhood and just a very prolific children's book editor as well. And he had a series with Streganona, who was a witch in Italy. And one of the stories is the overflowing pasta pot, which is, I think, a pretty typical fairy tale, like the the porridge pot that just keeps producing porridge. And, you know, you can't remember this special saying, or you have to say it three times and then winkle your nose or something. Anyway, it's a pretty typical fairy tale. And so he just illustrated it in in his story, the pasta overruns the Italian town. And <laughs> there's kind of a funny little ending with the assistant who made the pasta pot begin anyway. And so I had a collection of these Streganona books. And I so wrestled with them because on the one hand, they're they're pretty funny. Like the assistant especially is a great comic relief. And the stories themselves, I mean, Tommy carried a sweet spirit just because of his rich Catholic heritage and I think probably his own life experiences. He was just a you get the feeling that he was just a very gentle, kind man. And yet he's writing about witches. <laughs> and so oh, I wrestled with this and It's interesting because I had kind of my perspective was if there is a witch in a fantasy realm, then, okay, that's just part of the narrative structure of that fantasy realm. I don't have to dictate the rules of a fantasy place. So to me, the Narnian witches didn't bother me because they were in Narnia. Narnia is very clearly not the world. And even Harry Potter it's a universe that is alternate to our own universe, right? Like there isn't a way to get to Hogwarts. It's like a magical place. And the people who are wizards are born wizards. It's kind of like a genetic mutation in that alternative universe. And so that made sense to me, but where there's a witch in the real world, like our world, even if it's a a fake Italian town, oh, that uh, was just hard. And so I got rid of the book, the collection. But internally, I was kind of like, oh, Lord, do I really have to do it? You know, there's like that sense of, I will be obedient. But in that case, I wasn't sure if I was being obedient to the call of God, or if it was more like, you know, if I'm reading through the list of things you don't want in your house, you don't want things related to witchcraft. And <laughs> oh, so it was very interesting to me because at one point, my 10-year-old said, Mom, I kind of miss that book. And he couldn't even remember that it was about Streganona. He just remembered Big Anthony. 
And I said, you know what? Let me talk to Cindy about that because I kind of miss Big Anthony too. <laughs> and so I was asking Cindy, like, I, I truly do not want to be inviting the works of darkness into my house, of course. And yet, and yet. <laughs> so we had a beautiful conversation about this. And she talked about Harry Potter and how her daughter really likes Harry Potter. And her daughter is an author and a creative and Cindy said, I'll go into a room sometime and just lay my hands on the books and be like, these are covered by the blood of Jesus and nothing that is in them that is bad is allowed to come out. And may they be useful for the creative stories, narratives, but for nothing else, you know, like keep the bad things restricted. And I was like, well, that's awesome. That's a great prayer to pray. And then she said, you know, as we were praying about it, I just heard, look at the fruit. And, you know, it's interesting. I actually just love that as an instruction. And so then to say, well, Jesus, what are you saying about the fruit of Stregonona? <laughs> well, this is a book that my boys and I connected over and laughed about. And when I think about it, I don't have any sense of darkness, which, again, we recognize that Satan can masquerade as an angel of light. So I'm not trying to make light of this. Ugh, that was not meant to be a bad pun. Sorry. So, but internally, as she said, is this actually a how-to manual? <laughs> because if it's not a how-to manual, it's just part of the story. It's just part of the story. And the truth is, I'm very okay with reading fairy tales to my boys. So I'm, I think I'm just going to reorder it and say, Lord, that was an intention that I had to walk with you, that you see my heart, but you also see the heart of my 10-year-old and recognize that he likes stories. <laughs> and so, yeah, Jesus... For these places that are a little bit gray, where it would be really easy to say, oh, I just get rid of anything that has to do with witchcraft. On the one hand, there is a part where I, I agree with that. But Lord, I'm also thankful for the ways that you come and you allow us to operate in the actual world. So yeah, thank you, Lord. We love you. Amen. And I will also just say, this is where I am today. <laughs> it could be that I buy it and reread it and I'm like, oh, I forgot about those parts. I need to actually send this copy to the library as well. That's definitely possible. And it's also possible that the way that the Lord leads me is not the way that he leads you. I know many lovely families that would not let Harry Potter into their houses. And I feel like that's actually just a beautiful position as well. That's between you and the Lord and thank God for the ways that he guides us. And so I'm not saying that everybody should go out and buy <laughs> the exact same books that I do. So, okay. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. We love you. Amen.